Hello everyone, welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. Uh, as foreshadowed last episode, I've pretty much dropped all the anime I was watching, so I don't know, what do you what do you all want to talk about? Anything? Uh well, podcast canceled. <laughs> all right. It's nice nice working with you, you guys. You know we're the best anime podcast because we don't fucking talk about anime. So Joe, yeah. how, what do you think of that uh Ark Knights roguelike event? Oh, anyway, me. um <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I dropped I I am still watching some things. I mean, I think you guys are watching most everything, although we were just discussing you probably, you're probably done with Log Horizon at this we're point. We're in a real right? messed so. up situation when Iro and I are carrying the season on our backs, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, because I, I know, I know Zig, usually Zig I'm, like, are, are propping me up from behind here, so... Sure. Yeah, I know I'm usually, probably at this point, our, our broadest, uh, most watched per season person, but man, I just, some of those I could not... You just checked out. I was like, out. "What am I? What am I doing with my life?" Okay, Jill. Um, well, I'll, 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 I'll give you. I'll. Uh, I'll give you an out here, Jill. Uh, why bother talking about this season's anime when we can talk about the best anime of last year? All right, wow. thank you, G. Well, <laughs> that, that'll be a good segue for our first segment. But let's introduce everybody first. <laughs> I'm Jill. I am joined by Iro. I'm not dead yet. Still with us. Still joined here. by G. What's good, everybody? And for this episode, we are joined by Artemis. It is good to be here. All right. So as G was alluding to, uh, I wanted to start our episode mentioning the extremely relevant uh, (laughs) Crunchyroll Anime Awards, which aired Uh a day after the last podcast episode came out. Um, the most relevant content is what we it, are which offering. which is which you know we've we're continuously dunking on the anime awards for a lot of reasons uh uh-huh. you know probably primarily because they hold them at like the end of February and it's for the previous year at which, which point everybody has well on, moved on yeah. to new stuff I, I mean I can but, understand the logic behind doing that I get it I get it but also I, I, you, maybe you Jan- could, maybe maybe aim for January. <laughs> you yeah. could pull it off by like the end of January or something. I feel was, like once you hit February first, yeah. nobody cares about the previous yeah, year. Like, especially twenty twenty, in which we're all trying to forget anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, that and you know it, it it tends to be a popularity contest because it's basically run by fan voting. They have they have judges uh-huh. that make the nominees, but then the fans vote, and then whatever is most popular usually wins. Uh, which, but anyway, uh-huh. I was I was. I was kind of curious because I feel like in the corners of the internet that I lurk about, like this has become mm-hmm. less and less relevant. I'm like, is the anime world just like dead? Are they going to just like shut this down already? And um, no, I don't think they are. Uh, it was like I would I would be curious to see those numbers. I over, I, I over, looked up, over the years. I looked up their Twitch and YouTube, and they had like ten times more v- views of the live event than last year. I don't Everyone's know if at it home. was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like the COVID effect and everybody's at home and have nothing else to do. I have heard from other sources that anime has been booming more so than usual as people are scrambling yeah, for things I, to watch. I, I could so, definitely, I could definitely, I could see, yeah. I, I could definitely so, see that effect. Like a lot of podcasts I listen to that have nothing to do with anime, well, like many times, multiple, multiple of them have now just been like, well, you know, when they get when they're talking about like, what, what have you been doing this week. Anime has started to just crop up more and more commonly as a topic across the People board. Start just because... because it's just something like, well, for, for you at least, it's something you've consistently done for a long time, right? Where, uh, but more people are 
talking right. about it. Yeah, once once they've exhausted their like live action Netflix queue, deep diving into deep diving into Netflix, fully, fully exhausted these socially acceptable things to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, yes. I'm assuming that you guys did not watch then like any of the or listen to the. Oh, absolutely no, not. However, they oh, presented no, this. No. I don't, I don't oh know. no, I didn't. I, I didn't actually I watch. I think we the did once, like like two or three years ago, and we we're like, and "Well, we're like, never doing this again." So tortuously painful <laughs> to watch. Well, I was think it? I think they've at least uh, improved the production values from the little bits oh, I've that seen. That I can believe. Yeah. Because the first time we watched was like the first time they did an actual show, right? And it was uh, like, oh, that's right. Somebody in a high school cafeteria or something uh, with you know I just, presenting the awards. I just remember they were they. We're announcing the award, one of the awards, and literally played the the sizzle reel from the previous award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. Anyway, I, I guess the point is right. we're all anime hipsters, and uh, uh-huh. yes. but any it's it's we're not we're not here pop- to dunk on Crunchyroll. We're here to dunk it's, on the it, mainstream it, it, anime fandom. Yeah, no, I'm I, I you know in a way I'm glad that they do it. It's something to talk about, right? We're talking about <laughs> sure. it now, yeah. but I mean, um. It's- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it kind of, it, it did kind of bear out once again that it's a popularity contest because, like, Jujutsu Kaisen won Anime of the Year. Congratulations! Despite, uh, to... despite it <laughs> being the, uh, the obviously worst half of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, ever. I mean, the funny thing about Jujutsu Kaisen winning is that if it won for 2020, it is winning on the merits of, <laughs> yes, it's much weaker first half. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that it was the most popular, at least in the United States, the most popular anime of 2020 on Crunchyroll. So, sure. Um, but hey, I but mean, I mean, it's it, it won it won in the year nominated against like Keep Your Hands Off Azuken, Dora Doro, and Beastars. So all definitely better shows. Oh, better anime. Yes. <laughs> on the flip side, they also nominated a Pari Ranman, which is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you no know, Akudama they, Drive, glory, right? Let know, me just point out, off with that twenty twenty anime roll, of the year. Yes, did not even bother to, <laughs> did not deign to nominate Glorio's <laughs> best anime of twenty twenty. Yeah. So, I mean, they did get some things right. Uh, B Stars won best OP. <clears throat> I don't know how that could not. Uh, if it didn't win Best OP, like, you could just, like, I mean, you know, not that, again, I, I don't want to say, say goodbye to the awards show's credibility, because, yes, it is fan-voted, <laughs> but, like, I, I would have, like, just completely, like, completely shattered my ability to, like, have anything resembling, like, I don't know, basic respect for the anime fandom right. if I mean, it was, I, I was, I was worried because it was a category that Jujutsu Kaisen was in, and I, I feel like what happens with a lot of these awards is like, oh, I haven't watched it. I don't know what any of these shows are. I'm just going to vote for the one that I watched, which oh, right. so you the most popular one. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so um, yeah, there was we'll that. And we'll note that Jujutsu Kaisen won best ending, but both the Beastars opening and the Jujutsu Kaisen ending are by the same group. Yes. So the musical group Ali, which uh, produced both, won. Yes, both they best won both the ending and right, for different shows. Yeah. So I, I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen to did. Ali, I guess. Jujutsu Kaisen did probably deserve it for the ending, so I'm I'm fine it's with that. It's a good ED. Yeah. Um, it's good. But uh, I don't know. On the other I was hand, going, Freddie Mercury. I was going the through hand, the uh, DNA, like also had a great ED. So yeah. I was going through, and possibly the biggest travesty was like their best fight scene, uh, which was something from My Hero Academia. But they did nominate uh, Brawler versus Master on Akudama Drive. It is the only category Akudama Drive got nominated in. 
and it did so, not win know. that. It did not win that. Uh, thing. The Deku versus Overhaul fight's not even that good. Like you, got, Again, you can go popularity. back to the podcast. You, you can go back to the podcast and listen to me and Iro talk about it. Like it's well animated. It's the one Utapon scene in that entire season. So like, yes, it's well made, but like, it's not like. Right. It's yeah. it's um it again popularity of the theme or whatever. It right? did do that. Yes, that was. So if there's, in conclusion, if there's... the anime awards are a celebration of diversity within <laughs> the medium. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a broad yeah, range of showing uh... jump wins everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Again, popularity. Wait, how, if there's the anything more popular off? than where the hell did I get off? Got a high school twice in the same category. Oh, because they paid for that. That uh, yeah, right. God, say, God you're right. Goddamn second round. I was looking at this. I was like, wait a you, you beat me too. And I was like, was this show nominated twice? That's not allowed. I'm, you can uh... only, you can only, do, you know, look. It takes a very special kind of show to be worthy of uh, getting nominated multiple times. You know, like uh, in one in one category, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Grand Bell presents best Grand Bell <laughs> moment. <laughs> uh, Shout out to you, Gloria Cult Classic uh, Grand Belm, but yeah. yeah. All right, well, All right, yeah. that's probably enough of that for now. The only other thing I would mention is the extremely competitive best girl category, which would surprise mm. me that Kaguya from Kaguya-sama won. I thought the girl from Rent-A-Girlfriend would win, but uh, not that I wanted her to, but I thought that that was going to happen. thought she would. Yeah, in in and she was in a category uh, up against uh, Kanamori from Ezeken and uh, Noi from Wait, Dora wait, Dora. wait, wait, really? Whoa. Kanamori did win? man. Yeah, these people. I mean, look, Kaguya. That's why I, I was surprised. Like of all the options on that list, I I felt like Kaguya ah, was like the least likely. Kind of, kind of, kind of money was dominating the social media for like a solid like two months or something. Man, I don't know. Yeah, and, and I, I, I mean, you can't I even claim it was because it was really in step the... on them. Like, I don't know, man. Yes, yes, like to, to, well, to like crush their skulls with her with bare fists. I think the, her, uh, her strong hands. Yes, I think the problem with Dora Hidoro is nobody watched it. That's the thing. Fucking, if you, if, uh, they were like, if "What's you with watched, this weird lizard dude?" <laughs> if you watched Dora Hidoro, then you would have voted it for everything. Yeah, What's I mean, this weird a, lizard yeah. dude now, now like showing jump. That I understand. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's uh, move along. It is March now, so we can March. stop talking yeah. about 2020. Yeah, on the other hand, speaking of Shonen Jump. <laughs> All right, so... Neverland. Yeah, let, let's let's get to our anime talk. Um, Like we said, we ditched Log Horizon, but uh, uh-huh. I, we'll, we'll, we'll check in on Promise Neverland Season 2, because I'm curious uh-huh. what's been going oh, on. Oh, boy. The la- hell, last time up. we left off... We talked right. about how they appeared to be diverging greatly from what happened in the manga. Yeah, uh, that divergence ended up being not a anime original plotline or anything. It just ended up them jumping to the end of the manga. So let uh, me understand this correctly. Instead of like, so instead of doing the usual thing <laughs> of like. Oh crap! We don't have a lot of time, so let's just like bang out an original ending, or like let's just focus on the good parts of Promised right. Neverland. You're telling me that season two cut out <laughs> the good parts of the manga so that it could get to the bad parts faster. Yup. Uh, <laughs> and like magnificent. I would not necessarily be opposed to it if they made more changes. To the anime version to 
soften the blow, so to speak, to like maybe lead into some of those plot elements more effectively. And they do not, in fact, just jumping to the end and going straight to many of those plot developments doesn't really work at all when you skip the middle 40% of the manga. Like, right. And, oh, and they removing... skipped that much? I thought yeah. you meant like they skipped like a story arc or okay. like... No, they they skipped from the... they like, season one was the first arc and it ended into a good ending. And then and now it's... They, they do like a little bit after that and then jump straight to the final arc of the manga. Oh. <laughs> Did, have you read so... the manga, Artemis? No, I haven't. So this, okay. so this season is going to be the the end. There's going to be no season three. I'm assuming. Like, uh, that... I assume not. I see. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is here. Um, I th- like my speculative take is that because Promise Neverland the manga is already finished, uh, and is not as white hot as say Demon Slayer, they're less effectively able to push the like multimedia merchandise machine for it and so but that but but they already promised the season two so it's like well right like get right it's not it it's not with. gonna move this big anime more manga yeah it is, it's not gonna lead to a jump in manga sales so. that's a shame it kind of makes it sound like they've more or less thrown in the towel because they didn't see enough marketing value in making it actually well, good that's just my speculation it's but... really i mean yes right obviously you know we don't have anybody out there putting any of this to paper but it really is unfortunate because again like look i have many thoughts about how the promised neverland wraps up as a story but you know i said it multiple times i thought that at the very least the promised neverland deserves at least a solid season two mm-hmm. like everything after that eh, kind of goes to the shitter but season two would have at least been, like, d- decent. It would have at least carried forward some of the good energy from from season one. Right. So to hear that, like... Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what would the... Equi- <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what would the equivalent be in, like, a different anime or, like, a different... Adapt- an, an adaptation of a different manga of, like... <laughs> we're going to skip the part you all like so we can get to the part everybody hates sooner? Like, it's really mystifying. <laughs> Or just the fact that they're deleting, like, almost half of the story, right? And half the right. cast, right? Like, Right. Like, they do meet a bunch of characters in the other, the middle that are presumably not going to appear. And yeah, and it's... like, you know, again, I haven't watched the anime, but I'm familiar with the plot points because I read the manga, and it's like, it just feels like there's so many, like, plot points. Even, like, some of the, like, still good ones lose their effect because you lose that distance. Like, yeah. you know... Ah, fucking man, I don't care. Do, do we fucking care about spoilers? Like, so everybody knows that like Norman gets 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 you know gets sent off right at the end of season one, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. y- you know, and it's like, oh no, Norman's gonna get eat. Right? Norman's gone forever. He's definitely dead now. Definitely dead. Spoilers. For the Norman's record, I still... never at any point thought he was dead. But Neither yeah. did I. Nor- Norman is still alive. Right. He comes back. But yeah. in the manga. It's like three three years pass. Like yeah. like this Arthur skipping spans like two to three years. So like, it's meant to be like actually quite the catharsis when they finally meet Norman right. again because that, it's been a while. Now in the like, anime, it's been like a few months, and so they're all right. still like thirteen or whatever, uh, or yeah, eleven, you know, whatever, you know, you know, whatever, whatever age those kids yes. were. And so it's like, <laughs> I made him show up again. It's like even that like loses its impact, right? Yeah, because totally. like. <laughs> You've been gone for like less than a year. I think like... the big one is the the revelation that like their ultimate goal is 
back at the farm. Uh, yes. Which, when your story is padded over a larger period of time, it, it comes off as a very, like... It comes off as a strong, like, oh, we're going full circle, back to where it all began... Right, but, I can imagine. I can imagine like a sort of uh, after all we've been through, after all these right. like whatever it's missions t- we've accomplished, or whatever. Back. But at this point in the anime, to me, <laughs> it's, it's like, like after all left. we've been through, hiding in a yeah. fort and getting our clothes dirty. Ah, uh, yeah. wow, yeah. wow, camping out for a couple of months was hard. Let's go back home. <laughs> it's yeah, really, yeah. I it's. I mean, for whatever it's, it really does look like for whatever reason they just felt like there was not enough legs for three seasons, and I guess I think it is. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like even the less popular shonen, you know, I mean, look, we've all joked about like how bad, um, what the, what was that shonen that like got famous because of those really bad looking screenshots, um, the Seven Sins or whatever it was called. Oh, uh, like seven deadly sins. The seven deadly sins, right? Like people were like sharing screen caps of like that anime that looked like super rough, right? Like okay. kind of reminded you of like the heyday of like of like back when like shonen anime was this like endlessly churning machine, right? Yeah, Naruto filler episodes. Yeah, but, but <laughs> well, not Dragon even Dragon Ball filler episodes. Like, you know, <laughs> Dragon right. Ball filler episodes will get even worse. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Like. Trying to look it up, but it's just like, yeah, like okay, here's like, this is like great content, but like you know, just like, uh, here, you know, you just look at those screenshots. But like, point is like, you know, you would think that like, even in the <laughs> worst case scenario, it's, this is why I wanted you guys to see it, right? Because like, I'm just saying it looks bad, but you need to actually understand it, like, it was looking rough, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you would think that even at its worst the fate that Promised Neverland would get is an adaptation of this caliber, right? Like, where they just don't care anymore, they've pulled out the resources, and now it's but just... But they like, at least do it all. Like... But at least you would do it all, right? You would at least put it all to screen. Right. It's, it's not that I mind missing out on, on characters that I don't know because I can't miss what I haven't read. Right. But, like, I have... My interest in the characters that we have now is just waning so much. Yeah that I, I no longer have much of an interest in following them. And I probably will finish it just because at this point I'm halfway through, so why not? And right. I'm not watching a ton of shows anymore anyway. But it's, yeah, it's a it's a real shame because I, I really, really did enjoy season one a lot. Season and one's great. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's yeah, it's just, good to, just to see that, that, like, that tension and that kind of psychological horror aspect just fizzle out was, right. Yeah. What we expected season two would adapt, I would I would argue, like still has some of those elements, just in a different context, mm-hmm. which is why I was actually looking forward to the adaptation of that arc. And, and, if and nothing they just else, if nothing crumpled that else, up and threw it in the trash bin, right? what, what season two took away from us is the scene of that girl double fisting M sixties <laughs> and just like going full Rambo on some. Wait, videos. does that actually happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man! You know, I almost wonder if that if there was also an aspect of that's why they cut that arc out because there's very a lot, because there's a lot of children with firearms. Oh yeah, that too. Very action heavy. <laughs> Lots of kids with guns. Kids with guns. Oh, but um, can't show that on uh, in your Christian anime here, right? But, whereas uh, whereas now we can have the like genetic mutation kids with like double katanas. 
Right, yeah, like, it's... <laughs> Faust, starring Faust from Guilty Gear. Yeah, like... it's very interesting, like, in hindsight. <laughs> oh, right, like, yeah, that that manga kind of progresses from, like, fucking helpless children on the run to they get guns to they get swords, and somehow the latter is an upgrade over the former. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but yeah. that's just anime. Yeah. yeah, anime in general, a katana is always an upgrade to a gun, but... All right, yeah. well... That's disappointing. Do you think you're... Are you going to finish it, Iroh? Or are you getting we're dragged half, along? We're halfway there. Like... It's too late. We're just... We got to finish the fight now. Point of no return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. That's why I dropped so many shows last time, because that was... This, this 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 was the halfway point of no return. If I was like, if I watch one more episode... You're locked <laughs> I'm in. committed. <laughs> Marley uh, contractually obligated to continue. to keep going and then to stop. Turn back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see, because one of the... <laughs> Well, one of the shows I dropped was Other Side Picnic, of course. And right. I saw episode seven. They did the beach episode, oh, sure. which we talked about on previous podcasts. So I was like, why don't they just do a beach episode or whatever? And uh, I'm like, nope, not going to watch it. <laughs> stay strong. Um, all right. Let's move along. And we'll talk about Cells at Work, Code Black. G, you want to fill us in on sure. the latest? <laughs> so... I'm now caught up, first of all, so uh-huh. I can actually speak to the most recent episodes. But, uh, you know, I gotta be honest, like, I was, like, a little, like, uneven on the show going in, but, like, I think at this point, I have to admit, like, it is mostly, there's more good than bad here. Like, it is a legitimately pretty fun spinoff. And, like, it's still doing, of course, the sales at work, like, and this is how this bodily function works, except edgier and sexier, but, like... Yeah. The thing that Cells of Work has actually done that I haven't really... Or Code Black has done that I haven't really spoken about because it's not that I didn't think it was relevant, but I didn't think it would pay off is it has a persistent narrative. Like... Oh, okay. The right. body they're living in is dying. <laughs> That's like, actually weirdly dark. And every episode is about how the stakes are getting grimmer and grimmer. Like, with every passing episode, you start to notice less and less characters showing up in the background. Like, the cells are dying. Like, there are less of them with every passing episode. Like, things are getting worse. And they keep, like, hammering this point that, like, they keep managing to, like, barely survive to see tomorrow. But, like, almost every episode you have a character say, like, it's not gonna get better. As long as the body keeps doing, like, and, and this is the part where he gets a little, like, looks directly at the camera and says, as long as the body keeps behaving like this, like, <laughs> it will right. not improve. Like, it's, you know, and, and it, you know, again, it goes through, like, a, you know, a wide variety of, like, bodily functions to, like, kind of hammer that point home. Like, you know, fucking one of the episodes is about a pulmonary embolism, you know, like, <laughs> straight up blood clotting in the, in the leg. Um, you know, it's, but, like. I mean, but then there's also, like, a lot less, like, you know, heinous stuff. Like, I don't know, athlete's foot. But, like, the point is that it all is meant to, like, kind of keep building up to this crescendo of, like, just things are getting worse and worse. And, like, mm-hmm. and and it all culminates in, like, again, like, a, a kind of a, a really strong character arc that I was totally caught off guard by. And now I'm going to have to explain this all because I haven't <laughs> talked about this aspect of the show at all this whole time. But uh, the main character of the show is a red blood cell. Uh, mm-hmm. He wears glasses. We're just going to call him red main character, cell. red blood cell. 
and uh, he has his friend. He, like, the blonde-haired, more, like, laid-back, like, you know the type. Like, best friend type, right? Who, like, uh-huh. is a little bit of a coward, but always, like, st- you know, steps up because, you know, his friend is... Is he also a red blood cell? Yes, he is also a red blood cell. So we're just gonna call okay. him blonde red blood cell. <laughs> um, because, again, these characters don't have names. Right. <laughs> right. And they actually did this really effective arc of, like, blonde... Blondie's, like, kind of feelings of, like, resentment and inferiority because uh, the main character, Red Blood, so we'll call him Glasses. Glasses is such a go-getter. He is, like, straight as an arrow by the books, like, overachiever. And whereas Blondie is always, like, the one who's like, oh, shit, we gotta get out of here, or I'm gonna go run and hide, right? And uh, it kind of culminated in a a pretty good, like, episode a couple, you know, a few episodes ago where, like, you know they kind of have a, a confrontation over it, right? And, like, in the end, they kind of make up because, like, you know, they realize that, like, you know, we're all in this together, and, like, <laughs> this body is the body that we're stuck with, and there's not really much we can do about that, so we might as well try to just, like, be as good to each other as we can. And then this all... And so, like, they have, like, a genuine friendship, like, that I was actually like, oh, okay, like, this is actually, like, pretty well written. Like, these characters, like, again, these nameless blood cells <laughs> have a really good, like, good character dynamic, a good relationship. Like, they, they, they bounce off each other well. Like, in another episode, a couple episodes ago, Glasses Guy, again, he's, like, the go-getter. He's always, like, trying to do his best. He gives 110%. Mm-hmm. He burns out. Like, Oof. straight up. They get into, like, no matter, like, how much of an overachiever you are, if you keep doing this, you will burn out, and you will self-destruct. And it takes Blondie, Blondie's, like, more, like, laid-back attitude to be like, look, man, like, yes, this body is dying, but we all gotta take breaks. Like, you know, no matter right. how bad things get, like, no matter how apocalyptic the world is looking, you cannot think, weirdly, weirdly relevant, but you can't <laughs> think about the apocalypse 24-7. Like, no matter how oppressive it might seem, you, you need to, like, you need to jack out, right? Like, you need to, you need to pull out right. every now and then. And then all of that culminated in the most recent episode about a stomach ulcer. Ugh. And long story short, Blondie sacrifices his life to save glasses. <laughs> straight up. Uh, yeah. Straight Saw up dies. Yep. Straight up fucking <laughs> dies. Glasses is emotionally destroyed. Classic, like, crying, and the other cells are holding him back. And he's like, please, no, I can still save him. <laughs> like, straight up, dude. Like This sounds so weirdly emotionally touching. Like, I'm good. very tempted to it's just really go good. in there. Like, I know, I know the STD episode is bad, and it still is bad, but, like... This character arc is actually legitimately good, like legitimately kind of touching, like because they built up on it for like like five, six episodes. Right, like, they, they put the work in. They to make put it... the work in. They totally right. did. Like this is yeah. not like a one and done. Like oh, we're gonna milk this for like tragedy. No, these two were friends. They were <laughs> legitimately good friends. You, you uh... sound so torn up. It was. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't gonna lie, man. I was like. Oh shit, the show actually did it. <laughs> and like, it works because the show has stakes. Because this body is a piece of crap that's dying. Like, right, right. You couldn't pull this off in mainline cells at work. No, because like, mainline cells at work, no... like, 
Right. There's no stakes. Like, that body is hilariously also, like, susceptible to ailments, but, like, in cells at work, they always pull through at the end of the day. Strong, powerful, uh, uh, exactly. I mean, we're all, I mean, we're all constantly being bombarded with illnesses and things, so, like, it's, yeah, (laughs) if you're healthy, it's not a big deal, but, But, uh, Code White, it makes it work. Sorry, they never like show the body, right? The actual body, like no, they never, never, they never indicate the like is. who it is or what's no, the, the only, deal. No, the only indications we have is that it is a middle-aged man. Okay. Yeah. Who smokes? Yeah, and no, drinks they a never, lot. they never zoom <laughs> out. Right, they never zoom out of the. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, just just by introducing narrative stakes and like an overarching like storyline, like Code Black works. It totally does. Like. Because it goes beyond just, you know, because if it were still being just edutainment, I'd be kind of bored by now. But now I'm actually, like, invested in the characters, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, it's Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just how far are they going to push it by the end of the... Because uh... it seems to be there foreshadowing <laughs> some something bad right. happening I mean, that's by the thing. The end, like, right? they're, they're constantly hovering in the background is like, this body is dying. It is not getting better. Like... Their victories are all pyrrhic victories, right? Do they like, do they straight up say that, or is it kind of all implied that it, that the body is dying? Do they ever actually say, "Oh, okay, just... yeah, I mean, okay, fine." I, I don't think anyone is actually saying the body is in the process of dying, but more like it is like clearly ailing in a way that is only trending downwards. Like mm-hmm. they visit the liver a couple times uh, in the show. The first time they go there, the liver is portrayed as kind of like an Ikebukuro style, like. CD you know, club, right? CD red light district, right? Where like the red blood cells go to like hostess clubs to like do the liver like detoxification thing, right? And they come to the liver again like a few episodes later, and it's like fucking run down. All the storefronts <laughs> are closed. The hostesses are straight up like ill and dying. <laughs> um, the liver cells that they they, they represent. And, like, it's one of those moments where, again, the show kind of turns to you and says, this is what happens to your liver if you drink too much alcohol. But, you know. Right. Well, right. yeah, you, you say middle-aged Japanese man, so uh, I'm, yeah. I'm figuring right, that's pretty yes. relevant. But, uh, it's, you know, and again, it's, like, it's a little on the nose, but it's effective because, like, just by even just showing the same location twice, once when it was still, like, relatively healthy, and now when it's, like, on its last legs, it's like, oh, right. okay, like... <laughs> You're actually putting in the work here to, like, convince me that I should care about, like, what's at stake here. Right. All right, well, uh, I suppose that is one of uh, many shows I could have used to fill the void of all the things I dropped. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh... <laughs> Instead, you chose this one. How is it... How... <laughs> How was I to know that this show would have a such a compelling character arc in it? Yeah. When it introduces uh, you with big booby white blood cell in its first episode. Right. Uh, how 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 things have changed, I suppose, yes. but yeah. Alright. Um Yeah, so <laughs> what I did what I did fill my uh fill my anim- anime dropping void with was uh I I Broke down and watched Jujutsu Kaisen after you guys were talking wow, about anime it. anime of the year, 2020. Crunchyroll's best anime. What a coincidence. Yeah, Crunchyroll's 2020 best anime of the year, Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I mean, so far, everything you guys said, <laughs> I pretty much agree with, in that the first season is pretty standard yeah. battle shown in anime stuff. I mean, it's very well made. Yeah. It's probably about as good as you could make a battle shown in without 
straying outside the lines with it too much. Right. Um, I I can I can I can already because you guys have talked about how and we'll get to season two in a second, but you guys have kind of already t- talked about how it's a lot more fun with the the rest of the cast basically yeah. and yeah. their relationships and everything. And I can already tell that the big problem with season one is <laughs> they're not together no, for 99% of no, the like... season. Um, and like, like I- Itadori's fine. The main character, like right. he's generically, he, he's okay, perfectly yeah. likable and everything, but like, he's also very boring. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like basically gets either him or like the teachers are like 90% of the screen time. Um, the uh and particularly the last arc i was like there's a lot of like info dumping and like yeah uh, and like, and the, they... like the like uh, bully kid gets dragged in right yeah and like because they and... split the cast it's like it's just yuji and and the teacher gojo and it's like and and yeah. the glasses dude and it's like you split yeah. the cast and so like they can't even work off each other which is like what season two addresses I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the uh, the ex salary man guy, yeah. <laughs> the, the glasses guy. He He's was a fun. good character, but like, I didn't, I didn't want like the entire show to be about him right. or or just him and Itadori hang doing their thing, like because they had. I mean, they basically had like one half an episode where they introduce the other students, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to know what's up with the the panda bear who's just named Panda, yeah, and the and the, the guy who can only talk in sushi ingredients yes. and. <laughs> God, right. <laughs> like all that other weird fun stuff happening in the background so um you know if we're getting more of that in season two then you know you I'm, definitely I'm are like believe me or... when i say like season two fixes everything <laughs> the, uh... like i'm not even joking like it everything we complained about in season one season two like addressed and corrected yeah um, yeah so i think i mean i i think if if that's the direction we're headed i can see that i you know We'll see if, for me personally, it was worth grinding through 13 episodes. <laughs> for... All right, Joe. What if I told you? <laughs> All right, Joe. This is why I, 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 I'm giving you the cell now. What if I told you that the last episode we just watched culminated in the big, like, characters fighting the the real big bad of this tournament arc, right? Orochimaru crashes the, the Ginan exams, right? Yeah. That stuff. Or the Chunin exams. I always get that mixed up. That's t- t- style stuff, right? We just culminated the big thing, right? Orochimaru oh, just fucking third Hokage. Crashed the party. Right? What if I told you that the next episode preview, after all of that said, next week, baseball episode. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, this, right. this this is a show that needs a baseball episode. It's getting a have, baseball episode. You next have week. the cast. You have the cast for it for With sure. Their wacky powers and everything. And uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and even if they had, I think, incorporated more of that into season one of just mixing the the cast, it I would have liked it so much more. Like the whole like, you know, separating you know Itadori for plot reasons. I feel like was a it doesn't work. Stupid it, move. It was a boneheaded um, move that like hurt. Yeah, really I mean. Hurt it. In the in the long run, but you know, even even when Goku dies, you know, we, we <laughs> don't spend the entire time with him training with King Kai or whatever, right? Like we we get the whole cast involved, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I I I'm looking forward. I'll I'll watch some I'll watch some of season two and see how it goes. It, it sounds like you know from what you guys are telling me, I'll probably like it, and hopefully it'll be worth the payoff. Yeah, but I've been enjoying season two. 
Yeah, like again, speaking of like the episodes we did watch, like uh, yeah. So since last time, how how has that been going? Oh, it's good. It's, good. <laughs> it's just Sun-ho been a non- it's just been a nonstop fight scene. Yeah, which like yeah. oh yeah, I will say season one the fights still were great though. They were good. Right. They were good, but they were a little sparing. They, whereas like season yeah, two, yeah, I mean they like, didn't it's like happen a, very often. It's a fight but... buffet. Like I'm not even joking. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, like, I think there's lots of situations where that would not be entertaining, but... No, definitely not. Like, again, like, believe me, if all we needed was good fights to be entertained, we would have loved Demon Slayer. Or God of High but, School. Or God of High School, right. But the thing that we really like about Jujutsu Kaisen is, like, the fights are good, and the fights are being fought by interesting, fun characters. So, you know, again, so this arc kind of culminates in the big bad crashing the the tournament arc, right? The, the real villain, and... Um, Yuji and uh, Toto, the the buff dude that you probably saw once, Jim. right? Um, One of the Kyoto kids, yeah, right? the the guy, the weird the weird pervert guy, um, <laughs> right? Yep, I mean not wrong, yeah. They they team up to take on the big bad, right? And the big buff dude is already a big buff dude, right? Like they make it extremely clear that like that's not like magical enhancements. He's just that He's just physically jacked, dominant. Yeah. He's just jacked, right. right? Like he doesn't need magic to punch harder or anything like that. He he can punch hard good enough on his own right and so he's like all right it's time to use my power and you're like okay well what would his power be right because at first you think okay big meathead guy right so his power is probably like enhancing his own body but there's already another dude on the team who can do that so it's like well it can't be him his power (laughs) he claps his hands and he can switch two things and switch places with something and okay. the rules are he can only switch places with things that have cursed energy. Okay. And, and so at first, yeah. at first you're like, huh, that's a really interesting power because actually the thing is, ironically, even though he's a really good fighter, the power actually gets more powerful when he has a, a, a teammate he can support with it because like he can switch himself and his partner he can switch the partner and the enemy he can switch like uh-huh. like there's all this like right. trickery we, we, we he spend can do a good it. like five minutes of them just fighting this dude and showing like every combo he could do with yeah. it with that and, like i can't even like properly like verbally explain it but like visually they do an amazing job of showing just how powerful this ability is and like how what, could he like it is could he like switch with the enemy and then have his partner beat him up while totally. he's controlling so, like, him or something? A great, yeah, <laughs> so like a totally great minor example of this would be like, you know, so you have A and so we'll just say like yeah, heroes A and B and then villain C, right? So like villain C, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me get a piece of paper. I'll you know, so like this, but... so like villain C is about to punch you know hero A. Hero A switches with hero B, who already has a counter move ready to go. Right. Oh. Yeah. So he okay. counters. Then hero A switches again with heroes or like with <laughs> with yeah. hero C. Then to land another attack. Then switches with the villain to like set up like some like wombo combo. Like literally, like no matter where the villain moves, like Toto will keep teleporting the villain back into the middle so that they can keep Yuji and Toto can keep yeah. beating on him from both sides. Like the right. thing I noticed from from <laughs> from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen because you mentioned the first season, Sunko Park really likes extended cutscenes of two dudes punching the shit out of a third dude. <laughs> yes, <there laughs> he was, really was definitely... likes that, and it looks really good. Like 
again, it's like I words don't don't do it justice, but just like this extended sequence of these two guys just like you almost feel bad for the villain just punching this villain back and forth like a sandbag into each other and like teleporting to reposition themselves so they can keep this endless back and forth <laughs> beat down combo going for like two minutes straight you know like uh, they're yeah. basically doing like you know the dbz thing of like kick a dude in the air then teleport into the teleport air behind so kick him yeah, back right, down except they're doing the, it with the two people hidden lotus yeah and and the moment you realize, oh, he triggers his power by clapping, I was like, I knew the second I saw that, at least once in this episode, he's going to clap and then not activate his power, and As the villain bluff, will yeah. think, will, 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 will try to react accordingly, and it totally fucking works. It totally works. He claps, and the villain's like, I know what you're doing, I'm going to turn around and counter them immediately, and then gets punched in the back again. He's like, haha, sucker, I didn't, yeah. I didn't actually use uh-huh. it that time. And All right, it's, it's fun. Really fun. It's really. I mean, fun. it's it's cool that they did not go the conventional route with the powers, right? Like, because you're right. If if you were to ask me what his powers were going to be, which we don't, I don't think he even hinted that in season one, because uh, I think he just literally beats up UG with his fists. But uh, yeah. All and, right, and even the best part, I, I almost forgot. <laughs> he can switch with anything. Basically, he can switch with anything that has magic in it. It doesn't have to be organic, so that means okay. right. And you, for have, example, you have a few people running around with like cursed weapons. If there was a magic weapon lying on the ground, he could switch a person with the magic weapon. <laughs> so he could grab right. a person, switch him out with the weapon. Now he's holding the weapon in his hand. It's just a strong, like visually striking ability that yeah allows for. Fun fight scenes. And, and Sung Ho Park really makes it sing. Like, I don't think it would have worked if it weren't for the fact that, like... That it's he's, so like, the secret well best animated. action director. Yeah, right now, like. yeah. It, 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 it looks so good. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, what, um... What episodes are we... What are we on, like, episode 8 by now or something? Something or like that, yeah. 7 and 8. Okay. Well, I will... I will do my best to catch up, but... Um, I would say at least, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're if you're still not, I would say at least get up to like the fight where Panda shows up. I think is probably like the first indication of like what this show can do. Yeah, I, I at this point robot. I feel pretty committed. So like, I think it would take a lot to make me drop at this point. Mm. I'm, I'm committed, but uh, yeah, the one I'll, I'll give it a shot. The one last thing I, I got to shout out about this show is. I felt really good about it, but like going back, I was like, actually, it still does the Shonen Jump thing. Yeah. A lot of pauses with exposition. But I think the reason I didn't notice it as much is because they do some funny, interesting stuff with how they mask that exposition. So, like, you know how we talked about the fake school flashback delusion (laughs) that the buff dude had? Right. What if I told you that his in-battle combat exposition also happened in that delusion? So, like, right, like, in the middle of the battle when he's, like, fighting, you know, the bad guy, and in any other shonen, it would do the whole, like, I see, he's using that technique, but I'll need to counter this way, but will I be able to make it work? He is doing that 
in his tokimeki ass fucking school flashback <laughs> delusion world where he's talking to the imagined version of the idol that he loves and she's like quizzing him on the battle she's like so how's the battle going he's like i got in the bag like <laughs> fucking right. i'm so fucking strong and she's like yeah but have you thought about the t- you know the the properties of that ability he used see what time? happened when that guy when the other guy got hit with that and he's like you're right. That means I actually need to counter like this. And she's like, you're getting it. And then it cuts back to the battle, and he counters it, and it's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, the pre- presentation can count for so much on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Well, um, we'll see if I can catch up by next episode or the next time we talk about it, because I, I think... Uh, oh, God. We might be doing season previews oh, next episode. Don't say really that. Do that already. <laughs> I didn't want to say it out loud, but... Uh, yeah, spoken um, into the world. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I have I haven't looked at the calendar yet, but I my I'm pretty sure that's how the timing works out. But um, all right, let's move along and talk about B stars. Yeah. Shows giving me anxiety. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me, tell me about B stars, Joe. <laughs> it's I so to, crazy I, how I like just need to hear someone who hasn't read the manga talk about it. It's it's so crazy how like you can go from like the most chill slice of life, whatever, completely mundane scene, and the next thing you know, someone's limbs are f- getting cut off or pulled off or something. Like <laughs> it's gotten me, it's got me so anxious because there are a lot of genuine like chill little slice of life little side bits, and nothing happens, and that's just all it is. And then and sometimes, like, but, but like I'm, I'm sitting now at this point now I'm like sitting there waiting. Oh God, is he is she gonna eat her? <laughs> Or is 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 like somebody gonna like jump up behind somebody and like I I I'm I'm I'm, I'm like a nervous wreck watching at this point. And the thing um, is, like that show sings because of those slice of life segments. Like it, oh, exactly. Like, yes, I mean that's that's them. what they are. The that's soul. what gives it like it's right. It, like you said, yeah, it's like the soul of it, like the, the the charm and the personality and the reason you care comes out of like. These you know silly little bits uh-huh. of like of, like uh, this leopard and this sheep like trying to take selfies, try on yeah. clothes or whatever. Yeah, it's like go to the mall. And sometimes um, those slice of life bits lead to Lugosi discovering the identity of the killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I mean that was kind of the big the big thing in this block is we Man. discover the identity of the killer, which I feel like they did a good job of making that obvious like just before they actually say it uh-huh. yeah they, they 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 do a pretty good job of like because i i mean i forgot that that character even existed right. until like, i don't even know if we've seen it I, I'm, we have seen him before, technically right? we but, have he's yes. been in like hanging yeah, out but in the not back, really mostly and um like as soon as they had like one shot of him standing next to lugosi and you realize he's like three feet taller yes. than lugosi yes. you're it's like perfect. oh like right away you're like oh he's the killer and then, gigantic, you know right and, like, and then they <laughs> And they reveal it a couple minutes later or whatever, but um, you know, again, give this give this director a raise yeah, for that. It's it's really effective because like in a lot of ways, the reveal that Riz is the killer, um, it almost breaks the rules of the mystery. Yeah, like, he, he has not been genre. a character up until now. Well, it's been right, real. like generally, the logic is you cannot introduce the killer. Or you cannot reveal the killer in the same scene that you introduce them, right? Like, the killer should always be someone who is an established member of the cast. And Riz, like, barely skates by because, yes, he is technically a member of the theater club, but, like, he is basically a non-entity until the reveal. 
Yeah, like, and, I remember seeing him in the background or whatever, but I don't even know if he's spoken on screen like, or whatever. The thing and, that yeah. works really effectively on both edges, yes, Riz has been in the background, but, like, his size was never emphasized because, yeah, he's a background character, right? He was placed in the back. Yeah. So, like, even if he was gigantic, perspective would make him feel smaller. Until the very first scene where, yes, he is standing directly next to Lugosi, you realize that the dude is fucking massive. <laughs> like... He is a jacked. I mean, he's a bear. He's a he's a grizzly bear, right? He's fucking yes. biggest goddamn creature on not on the planet. What am I saying? <laughs> on land, one of them, anyways. Yes. Um, and then the flashback, the flashback where they explain Riz Riz's whole deal is one of those classic B stars moments of like, that's absurd. And then thirty seconds later, you go, okay, fine. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Okay, fine. I guess yes. Bears taking strength reducing pills yeah. makes sense in this world. In this yeah. world where uh, the like, because they, they had the the scene just a few episodes ago where the the cats are trying to pick up the heavy box or whatever and can't, and then yeah. Riz picks it up with no problem. Yes. It's so, like if and Wimpy Catman can just rip a dude's arm off like it ain't shit. What could a bear do? Right. <laughs> like. Right. Like how little effort would a bear need to like? How little effort would a bear need to like exercise to like, yeah, like tear rip, someone apart? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, rip you know a rabbit or something you know limb from limb, right? And just the tension that builds up because yes, yeah, so once you know Riz is the killer, and then the Riz flashback where he's spending all that time with Tem, you could just feel like yeah, the anxiety and the tension build up because you just know it's about to go all go horribly right. wrong. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, at this point, Lugosi would not state a chance against him, and, like, no, you're just like, like, yeah. Um, and suddenly the Lugosi training arc makes sense now, because, <laughs> you know, they always, like, emphasize, oh, man, Lugosi, like, by wolf standards, is a genetic freak. Like, he's so strong, even for a wolf. It's like, yeah, dude, but he's a wolf, and this is a grizzly bear. Like, right. There's not many things that are going to be stronger than a grizzly tearing bear. Tearing the right. ceiling with his bare hands. Right. Um, uh... Yeah, it's... So, <laughs> with Lugosi's training, uh-huh. I, it's uh-huh. it's so ridiculous. Like, moves, like, I guess he's channeling his like pacifist herbivore-loving energy into his fists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's, that just makes sense. Burning. Like, they literally show the energy rippling on his yeah, arms, yeah. Um, and you know he's now. V- you know, he he doesn't need his jaws to fight. He will fight with his fists, I guess. But uh, yes. it's totally ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt like because because seven is the the episode set. Is it seven? Well, I'm I don't know. It, was it seven and know. eight? I think. Uh, shit, I forget. The, yeah, the one the one yeah the one episode seven right. So that's the one where we get the killer reveal. It's super tense. So like. I was expecting something like super bad to happen in episode eight, and it's and like it's all like happy fun time. It's normal. Like they, they give us a cool down episode, <laughs> right. uh, I guess. Other um, than the really fucked up hyena, like eight, eight is right, a totally but, normal episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that yeah, and uh, we get the bit with um, Juno and Haru. Oh uh, right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Juno get... drops the, her famous line, uh, taken entirely <laughs> out of context. What's wrong with segregation? Yes. It's so <laughs> G- funny. Juno's racist. Um, no. She um, is racist. <laughs> yeah. No, this is why Juno and Lewis are made for each other. They're both racist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't think we've talked about in season two how this how Beastars 
uh-huh. writes good allegories for real life stuff without actually directly addressing right. real life it's, stuff. It's, Although it's, some of the language right. I think in this particular section felt very specific. Um, I mean, we've talked about this you, on the uh, other podcast. <laughs> we've talked about the other right. We've talked about this previously. I don't think we've mentioned it in season two, but I think this is probably the first time in season two right. that it's kind of really Beast, come up with a really hammering some of the really good at creating its own weird beast society where the issues are similar to stuff similar or applicable to situations in reality but are but cannot be one-to-one allegories because right b stars is its own weird society right because when they talk about segregating the school it's not racism as we know it but it's something (laughs) i mean it has been established that for example, this cat could rip this dude's arm off without even trying. Right. There is some. There is some There's logical reasons why it. you might want to consider doing yeah. that, but it's like, but it's still they're kind of it's still kind of framed in a similar yeah. way, right? Where you could draw the comparisons. Uh, you know, I thought some of the like there was one bit. There was just like one off comment where like, uh, where. The, one of the characters is like in the background like oh yeah you know my mom says she doesn't want her daughter you know being you know endangered looked yeah. at by those carnivores right. or something like she's you know uh, which, which you could probably draw that parallel to a lot number of things in real uh-huh. life but um yeah just I, I i love how they handle those things in a way that uh you know you could connect that you you could draw the that connection to anything but like i think the idea of the core idea of you know us being able to overcome our differences and you know uh see the good and the bad and all that you know those are kind of universal concepts that you could apply to anything that they do a good job of handling amid all the crazy things (laughs) that we've talked about uh and you know that's why b stars is great (laughs) it really is uh, yeah so I don't know what's going to happen. I guess they, <laughs> they've reached some kind of temporary truce yeah, I mean, uh. on the killer situation, but we've still got the whole thing hanging over our head with the the teachers deciding that whoever finds the killer is the B-star. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> still don't what, know what yeah, that means. What is a B-star? <laughs> We're now like 18 episodes of this show. You still so, don't know what a B-star is. Who knows? Um... I, I I guess final thing we because I think that was the last part of the episode uh, if I remember we we mentioned already the thing with Juno and Haru I thought that was a, a good bit um good uncomfortable conversation and uh, more character development there but again I I don't know what's gonna happen and I love it yeah so. hey don't forget Lewis is still running the Lion Bob so. <laughs> Oh right, was yeah. that was that the actual yeah. last? scene? That was the last yeah. scene of Eva. Okay, Haru tries yeah. to call him and he uh, dramatically right. drops the phone off the top of the fucking building. God, Louis is such a fucking drama queen. I swear to God, like, <laughs> yeah, he has to of, like he could have just like hit, hit ignore. Yeah, or, we or had to dramatically drop the phone off the ledge, like, off off the roof while it's raining. God. Have to throw the phone right after off like the ledge. brooding here on the rooftop with his new lion dad. Yeah, so all right. Let's move along. And now that the fun stuff is out oh, of the way, plenty <laughs> fun. I kid, I kid. Let's talk about Horimiya. Yeah. Hmm. I'm curious what I you, what we've... y'all think about Horimiya at this point. 
I think we fully converted from yeah. <laughs> the Hori and Miyamura story, which they're still here and they're still hmm. developing their relationship, but we've kind of fully converted over to the side characters. Yep. Um, I'm a bit concerned because look, I gotta I gotta be fair. We t- when we talked last episode when I was talking about the Given movie, right? How I hate the thing where everybody has to get paired up. Yeah, and the Hormia is I'm, totally doing that. Uh, yeah, like it's like well now the main couple's together now we got to pair up all the side characters i feel like we're moving in that yeah direction. I, I i i'm not too mad because i do genuinely like the side characters yeah. i just wish they yes. didn't all have to be paired up is, right. is the thing yeah and now they're right. having their own love triangles and shit right uh, so i enjoy so i enjoy spending time with them and i and i'm not like concerned that that's where the focus has shifted to in terms of character i just don't yeah. need a romantic relationship between everyone to happen. Right. And I think right. it stunly becoming more, let's say, dramatic, like love triangle type stuff stands out all the more because Hori and Miyamura had such a, like, relatively clean relationship, I guess. Right. It was Cle- just very easygoing. Right. And, clean as a, and like, it progressed. Natural and well, not, yeah. and just not, it was not melodramatic at all, right? right. It was like, it was it was the opposite of that. So right, and now you have like, oh no, but Sakura likes likes Ishikawa, yeah. and, and so does Yuki, and but he's got to pretend to be her boyfriend. To, right, to and and now this other guy. Kind of, and there's a lot of brooding going on, uh-huh. like and, and and internal monologues and angsting, and I'm just like, well, th- like that's fine. Like I don't, it's not a, it's it doesn't make the show bad, but it does change the tone of the show that kind of initially uh-huh. drew me to it. Yeah. In the first place, I, I did. I did laugh when they did the fake boyfriend thing, and then the other guy turns out to be super hot. That was funny. That was like, funny. wait, no, why and, are you making this pretty guy nice, your fake boyfriend? And pretty nice guy too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he seems, he's a nice he guy seems like too. a like, super you. nice, chill guy. Like, why, why are you not dating him? Is everybody? Everybody's like jaws dropping. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming. So, like, all the key art I've seen has like nine characters, uh-huh. and I think he's the ninth one. So, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming he's actually joining the cast, but that was pretty funny. And um, and when is he getting new glasses? Like, how long has this been going on? He clearly I mean, can't function. He clearly can't him. function as a human being, like, without <laughs> some kind of, like, help. Right. And, he, uh, like, and everyone's like, yeah, it happens all the time. How often does he lose his glasses? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I yeah, I, kind of the same concern in, in that. It is getting a little bit angsty, I guess. Right. And it's and this like again, it's not that this show doesn't have the that kind those kinds of feelings in it, but usually so far they've resolved them within like the same episode, right? And now we're dragging on for a couple episodes yeah. with this. And also, we have arc. nowhere else to go with Hori Mimuro's relationship, so let's add this weird masochism angle thing. Yeah, that was a, that was a little weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Having I like I don't uh, know, man. It's we honestly <laughs> I'm not necessarily the core demographic, but uh like it's weird to me to have her be like, Oh yeah, hit me and yell at me like like a other show like other shoujo male protagonists. Yeah. I think I think part of it is that she honestly kind of enjoys his discomfort a little, like right, at, yeah. at acting that way. It's kinda of funny. Yeah. Um, All right. It's a little bit funny uh, to have you know him be what? like, "No, God, I can't do that." But yeah, mm. I um, yeah, I'm not gonna tell that story. Um, 
The, <laughs> the, yeah, I, I do have to wonder if that is also just playing around with the, the, because mm-hmm. the, the, the tropes of the shoujo genre and right. all that, which I do feel like at this point, the series is like intentionally targeting some of the, like the, the cliches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, even like, like even this whole fake boyfriend thing, I feel like is, you know, they were trying to upend that a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't know if they really did, but um, no, that's gonna be prepared for that to last a little a while longer. Uh, I will say. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I think that's just the thing where, like, I feel like previously all these things have resolved so much faster. It's weird that this is now taking like three or four. I know, episodes. right? Yeah. Um, you know, when they they got the main confession over with in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like lightning speed, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm still enjoying uh-huh. it. Uh, yeah, you know the the kind of friendly vibe that the show has is still there, mm-hmm. even with the drama. And I did also notice because I I think last time we we talked about the show on the podcast, we we mentioned that we were kind of or I was kind of concerned that um, it would end up with um you know the main character like taking all his piercings off and like whatnot because he was suddenly Uh emotionally fixed but i did i did see a scene in the most recent episode and he's just chilling yeah and and he has like at home whatever and he has still clearly all his piercings in right right so that was that was good to see i guess and they did they um because they gave us a couple flashbacks Right. Like one of them was like a dream sequence Corey Mia looking back yeah. on his mm-hmm. time as a lonely nerd or whatever, and so I, and he so he's still it's still there with him, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's not like he's quote unquote fixed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that that's good. We also had the other flashback with the uh, the student council president and the yeah the uh, the girl that looks like uh, what's her name from Fire <laughs> Emblem. Um. And how they put the... Are they actually yes, dating? they are. Okay. Because that was all, like... And again, their thing got resolved very quickly. <laughs> you yep. needed one, like, three-minute flashback, right? Um, they were putting the moves on each other. Right. Um, and, yeah, so I get, it, 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 it's just weird, then, that we're drawing out the rest of this, but... It's still it's still good. Right. I'm just yeah. not sure where we are supposed to end... And like season wise, does that make sense? Like, what's the end point of this show? Yeah, because I mean, I, 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 dear God, I hope they don't drag this out for another three or four episodes. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, what do you do after that? Then I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, the format of the show too. The way it has, you know, other than that. You know that I guess that's taken over as like the quote unquote main story, but there's still a lot of like just random side vignettes happening. Uh-huh. Um, we are still popping in, seeing how things are going with Hori and Miyamura a little bit. Maybe they'll um, throw in a beach episode. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a school festival. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always a classic. The, they have to, they have to upend that one. Uh, right? do you Baseball say, episode. Uh, <laughs> baseball episode. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say no. I do want to say uh, I'm not sure who precisely is handling the subtitles for this show, but uh, whoever is is doing a good job. Like 
Yeah, they've they've localized. Yeah, there's been some good some like the slang collo- and stuff colloquialisms pretty, pretty and casual vibe yeah. in subtitles that comes through that I appreciate. Definitely. So yeah, yeah. it's still the fuel. It's still the uh, the feel good show yeah. of the season. And you know, so. if like you really only care about Hori and Miyamura, like you can probably just watch up to episode seven and be good. Uh, if for some right. reason you hate the side cast, like <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean they're they're, they're part all of the they're show, all very right? endearing yeah, in their own totally way. Fine. Like yeah, yeah, I I I would I would be suspicious of anybody that just hates the side cast. <laughs> All right. Yep. Let's. Speaking of hating the sidecast, let's move along. Sidecast, like <laughs> fuck everybody in this show, man. They're they're all I'll... so goddamn lame. They're all bakayaros. Unless you guys talk about back arrow. I, I, I bowed out at episode Oof. five, but you guys are still on this train. I bowed out at episode one. Yeah, like, I, I was yeah, done. Was y'all, smart, y'all might have made the right the choice. Move. Perhaps we are the bakayaros for yes, Hero and I are. <laughs> The real Baka Yoro were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so how, how how have things been going? Uh, they made it to the wall and uh, failed okay. to do anything to the wall. And then the other, the like fake knightly European faction appeared and were like, hey, come hang out with us. And the whole cast said, yeah, we'll go hang out with you. And Back Arrow said, I'm going to stay at the wall because I don't actually care about any of you people. Of course. I'm just going to keep punching this wall. Because yep. he's a horrible character <laughs> and I hate him. But yeah, yeah. keep going. Anyway, uh, it turns out that the basically the saintly, lovely princess character uh, in charge of the European nation is secretly crazy. Well, no. Not only is she secretly crazy, she has a... She explicitly has a psycho-split yes. personality. Okay, so can show continues to treat the female characters horrible. Go on. <laughs> so one, so yes, one half is the nice, like unironically, totally played straight, angelic. I wouldn't say totally prince. played straight. Really, you think that you th- you think the quote unquote main personality is not just literally what appears it, to be? Okay, on... it is, but like the some of the writing is more self aware than that. I w- yes, I fine. They, they there are tiny bits and pieces here where they're hinting that maybe even. The main personality does have a little is a little bit more in the know than she lets on, but they immediately like because you know we've mostly been dealing with uh, fake China as the antagonist, uh-huh. so naturally now that we're in fake Europe, we need an explanation for like why would they be antagonistic eventually? And their explanation is, I guess, a they have a technology where they can like basically melt people down to make their mechs stronger, something like, like that. Yeah, like if you Some melt sort of a pilot. Creepy. And you feed that pilot. It's like it's like a gotcha game. You you feed this pilot to another pilot. That pilot becomes a better mecha pilot, basically. Uncap him to five stars. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And right. you know, there's like <clears throat> there's like some goofy, fun stuff in this episode, but like yeah, so like they 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 do go and grab Backero from the wall and drag him into their secret lab. Uh, where like so she's strapped to a table and the the like. Wacky mad doctor is about to operate, and he's like, "All right, unveil the experiment choir." And a curtain pulls back inside of his lab to reveal a choir, who begins singing the song about how it's experiment time. 
Sure. I mean, like, it's again. This show has some. I don't feel stuff. like the show. This show has the right tone to pull that right, off. Like, like right. This is what we've been saying. Like these yeah. jokes could work with like the jokes are funny. The sh- the show's direction makes like sucks the life out of them. Yes, I think that is a good right. way of putting it. Is like I think these joke the j- the ideas they have for jokes are genuinely pretty good premises for bits, but then the execution is like so fucking like limp dicked that it's just it doesn't it, it doesn't work right. Like it's 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 presented in the like. It's like they're trying to present these jokes in the most lifeless way possible. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole village, you know, gets brought over to fake Europe, right? And they get invited to a huge banquet. And all these, like, you know, the joke is all these, like, village bumpkins, right, that, like, lived out in the boonies. Right. Are, like, you know, ignoring all of of the, like, social norms of, like, fine dining with, you know, royalty. And they're just, like, grabbing plates and shoveling them down. And, like, you know, literally ripping the plates right out of, like, the the, the waiter's hands. And, like, they're, like, stuffing them in their clothes because, you know, when you're out, when you live in the boonies, you want to have, you want to have leftovers, right? Right. You got to save food for the hard times. It cuts to other stuff. And when it cuts back, they have, like, a fucking bonfire going in the middle of the dining room. Right. They're, like, smoking the leftovers to turn them into jerky. Like, it's, like, really goofy, and, like, you can totally see, like, you can, I, I, again, I'm, feel I'm, bad. I'm such a shitty person, but, like, I can see uh. in my mind's eye the Amaishi version of this joke, which is, like, the same three frames, like, looping on repeat <laughs> for, like, a minute straight, because that's what Amaishi would Tossing do. Tossing a hundred would... turkey legs onto a, a fire that's two frames of animation, like. Exactly, right, like, you would have people, you would have the waiters tweening on like screen a, with your, plates the, of your, food. You're, like, Mako sequences. Right, right, yeah, like. <laughs> Like the Mako scenes from like you know uh, the, the 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 field trip moment like stuff like that like you can see the version of this joke that would be like really kinetic and funny and like zany and they just don't it just doesn't, it doesn't go there yeah it just doesn't have it <laughs> and so like the reveal of the princess being crazy is like it's maybe like the first interesting thing that's happened in the show but I'm not even sure if. Back Arrow has what it takes to like right. make good on it as a as a as a fun twist. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. Um, Shows two cores, man. <laughs> yeah. Side note: Speaking of uh, treating female characters horribly, yes. um, I did I did uh, like in Jujutsu Kaisen how how they've what they've done with the the female characters particularly cared to compared to other shonen shows so far i mean they haven't been on screen too much in season yeah. one yet but they get they get some cool moments in season two for sure i i i actually, I actually feel like they're equal cast members and not just like mm-hmm. you know but from what i've seen so far uh, maybe maybe i've just been burned so hard by shonen so yeah. many times that like i don't want to get my hopes up because yes i will say that yes the female characters in jujutsu kaisen are Pretty fucking cool. Again, I'm sorry I had to spoil it, but I had to get you interested in the show. That girl caught that bullet with her bare hands. <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. She's yeah. pretty fucking cool, but there's always that like part that like I worry about in the corner of my brain of like, okay, like when does this manga inevitably like make them all like irrelevant to the ki- you know to the story? Or but whatever. yeah, I mean, compared to back arrow. Yeah, but yes. For yeah. Now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to, in all fairness, back arrow does have like the princesses like boyish lady knight who like 
her whole gimmick is she has the one mech in the world that can fly. Right. And, you know, she's kind of, well, she's not even that cool. She just, she's like. Does she actually do anything in the show? She beats back her own a fight, I guess, you know? So, like, I guess. Yeah. She does do that. Okay. <laughs> so she does, you know, she does beat the protagonist in a fight. So, you know, good for her. Um, uh, have any of the girls in the main cast done anything? Oh, useful? don't be no, ridiculous. No, not. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No. Well, I mean, not um, how, how many of the fucking side cast in general have done anything useful is a question right. you could ask, and we would still say no to that. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bit does get the shit kicked out of him again, which was funny. Oh, yeah. Two, there were two anime in the last two weeks that had a sequence in which two dudes beat up a guy in the middle. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen and Back Arrow. Well, I can at least get behind Like, these that two thing. faceless guards, just like regular palace guards, suddenly turn into fighting game characters and do a fucking, like, air combo wave, yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> I can at least get behind that. It'd be that, like a dragon punch on I him. I hate that guy. And then they just go back to being regular guards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate that guy and pretty much everybody else in the show. So, yep. um, tell, us what, tell us something we don't know. All right. Well, two cores, guys. Yeah. Two cores. Hey. <laughs> I'll, 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 let, I'll give you... Um, there, there might. I'll give you the opportunity to jump off the train. There might at the still end of this be. Season. There might still be time. Like you're, you're not at the halfway mark technically yet. So, contractually, <laughs> you're not obligated <laughs> to continue yet. Look, I, yeah. I totally get what you're saying, Artemis, and I, I thank you for trying to offer us the, the out here. But <laughs> we finished Gundam Build Divers, so like. Oh, <laughs> uh, wasn't that like? How many? That was a while well, ago. I guess it depends. So, like, I mean, at least Bill Divers Rerise like actually was interesting. My point being, like, w- what if the last episode of this chord <laughs> does something interesting? <laughs> I'm not All saying right. it will, but what if it does? Uh, fuck me. You guys are digging your own grave. We've never um, stopped. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> exactly. You'll get no sympathy from me in that case. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh. Um, well, speaking of a show that we might be grateful is ending soon. Um, Skate the Infinity. Did, has anything has anything interesting happened in Skate the Infinity since we last talked about it? Uh, the tournament arc began. Oh, okay, okay, kind of, like, kind uh-huh. of interesting. Okay, go Just, for it. But it has nothing to do with skateboarding whatsoever. Go for it. Um, it got weirdly dark. Like there was a dark yeah. scene that I was not expecting to happen. Like of like domestic abuse. Like f- like pretty kind of oh, pretty wow. like yeah. not hardcore. Right, yeah. Like oh like oh it's so R rated. But like it was quite. The show on screen is, a, is 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 pretty. Uh... It was unexpected. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, nothing nothing in order to do with skating whatsoever. But like the so. Ainosuke slash oh, fucking what's his name? Adam. 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 Um, like his whole deal is that he's he's probably so messed up because his aunts, I guess, like physically abused him when he was younger. But were always like, we're doing it out of love. Like we're doing all of this out of love. And he's like, wow, thank you for loving me so much. I really appreciate that. Like straight up, like they're just kind of whipping his whipping him like his wrists and his hands yeah yeah and and making him like thank them for it yes it's it's i would not have predicted that 
happening yeah, in the show. And like, and he's a, he's a kid. Like, he's he's he looks like I don't know, ten years old yeah, maybe or something. Yeah, he's a kid. He's yeah, and right. And it's meant to explain like that's why like his character, his whole shtick is like he's obsessed with the concept of love and what love means because like ah, see, he was abused. He has a completely like distorted understanding of what affection is and. Honestly, this is like kind of getting into like maybe my problem with this show is like they're giving this guy a lot of screen time, like right. a lot. Oh, this is not I one just, of the main. I just wanted a harmless show about skating where everyone dressed like I like they were going to some kind of right. weird convention somewhere. Right. Like I like the like first half of that episode where it's finally starting to get goofy where they're they're doing right. a tournament and everyone's like, oh shit, they're unleashing their special move. Right. Like the <laughs> yeah. power type is can do the flips and no one else can because his muscly body like yeah. no one else could survive that maneuver. It's the, it's like, the kind of dumb that I wanted. Right. Like all the when, time. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like even yeah, it's just, it's just like, you know, hell, even like the part where like fucking like these fucking gas masked fucking skateboarders right. try to assault Langa in the middle of the of the race. It's like that stuff is fun because it's ridiculous. Like that is like the like red line of skating that I was hoping to get. And I don't know, like I think I think for me the thing that is actually like breaking this for me is like the Reki Langa like subplot. Like, I hate I, it. Okay, I I to to be fair, mm. I hate that subplot in any show. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter how good it is. It's just a personal thing. I hate the whole, no, like, I... best friend feels suddenly overshadowed by the guy he mentored. And now he has right. to come to terms with the fact that he will never be the world's number one skater. And, like, his friend is so much better. Like, uh, I hate I, I that. I really, you know, I'm totally with you, Artemis. Like, I, I think I, I've definitely said it on, on, you know, here before, but, like, or at least I've definitely written written it on paper. Like it is like legitimately one of my like my least favorite plot developments in fiction, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Because like especially with anime, the implication is always like you can already see this anime, right? They're beginning to start to set up Reki as like, oh, Reki's real place in skateboarding is supporting his friends from the sidelines. Right, and he right will back. and he will grow up to be an amazing skateboard artist or an amazing right. skateboard like maker like they're, and... they're gonna set him up to be like the shop owner right like he's gonna yeah. be a great like dude who he's gonna like run a great skate shop and he's gonna like right you know be a member of the community because he makes the best skateboards and it's like it really gets into like this really weird thing that anime does a lot of like if you're not the best get the fuck out of the way right. move like, on for your betters right and it's like here's the thing well like right he's a really good skateboarder right. all right like, like... <laughs> He's a pretty er- good sp- Earlier in this show, we had the whole thing with Reki being like, what's the point of being the best if you're not having fun to, right, to the literally- kid, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, the, the thing he literally tells little cat boy Miwa, like, that, that, oh, that, that like, breaks, him, breaks through to him and, like, teaches the kid the, the meaning of friendship is literally him saying, you don't have to be the best. You just have to have fun. And now they're, like, doing a, a 180 on that and they're like... Nah, kid, he's he's completely best. lost his raison d'etre. Like he has nothing left yeah. in life, and like it's uh. really like fucked up. It's like, and so like even if okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing that that actually worries me is that even if they do eventually, you know, they make up. Reki decides, ah, like I can still love skateboarding by supporting it from the sidelines. Like, no, dude, skateboarding's not a competitive sport. It's a hobby. 
you can still skate for fun. Like No, but this is skateboarding S series only. Tony Hawk doesn't do seven twenties every day. Like I bet (laughs) I bet Tony Hawk here's the thing, I don't know I don't know much. In my in my mind he does G. Yes, I know, but in our heart Dude is fifty two, all right. In our heart. Like he's maybe doing a seven twenty every week. I don't know about every day anymore, but um like it's it's weird, right? It's 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 it's, because like because the the focus of the show is so heavily on the competition, it turns the hobby into like it it, it puts the hobby in a very different light, right? When suddenly it's not about like hitting those hitting the big air or whatever sit grinds. It's now about like whose ideology yeah. over skating will reign supreme, right. and it's <laughs> it's like. Don't get me wrong, I love a good, dumb tournament arc. We've been talking about Jujutsu Kaisen this whole time, but... Yeah, I but don't it's know. not. It's but just... it's not even a good tournament arc, because it's just repeating the same stuff they've already done up until now. They're still also, just going it's... down a hill. Yeah, there's... T- yeah. And it's, the same, the, and it's the same hill. It's not right. even a different hill. They do the no. same hill every time. Right. It's like, <laughs> there's not even, like, gimmick competitions, right? There's no, like, ah, now we're going to skate... I don't know, over a volcano or something. <laughs> and, and, and for some hill. reason, and for some reason, there's like a cop, like a late the lady cop in the background. Oh my God, and the I blood. get, uh, I get, I get her trying to investigate the political thing. Like if that's if that's like the case she's been given. But why is she so concerned about arresting a bunch of skateboarders who are not doing anything in particular? Uh, like they're, they're right, it's like it's very, very, how it's very dare they skate at like midnight they down a hill? Introduce, like you know. Hard ass lady cop is ah, she's career oriented. She just wants to like you know be the best cop she can. Then why are you busting skateboarders instead of like yeah, that'll I don't get know, you a promotion. The yakuza or something. Like I, 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 I don't even are they breaking a law? Is there some law in Japan against skateboarding I mean, at midnight? I, I like what? I mean, my understanding is skateboarding is still looked down upon in Japan. Like oh well, yeah, but is it worth sending it like this big ass detective who normally busts political subplots? Like uh, you know these kids. <laughs> Think of the children. <laughs> well, first they're skateboarding, next they're joining the Yakuza. <laughs> but I will, I will say, even though I, I am pretty much dunking on the show at this point, I will say that that the one thing I did enjoy from the most recent episode is Lunga's mum. Oh yeah, that was like good. she she's a good she's a decent side character. She's probably the yeah. best character in the whole series, to be honest. No, she she's like a good like yeah. you can tell like it's it's a very like relatable like motherly figure. Yeah, of, like, and she cares, just... but also like she's not like omnipotent, right? Like, but she's but so she... but she's just so super excited. She's like, yes, this is the part where my son is confiding in me, and like <laughs> I'm so excited to be giving him advice. Like, don't blow it now, don't blow it. Like, and, 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 and the monologue is so good. <laughs> I do like uh, e- even with uh, Recky brooding which is dumb like it's still like he's just like hanging out with his sister or something and there's some like good bits of these people just hanging out with their families uh yeah some more of that would be nice just to break up the brooding i I think i've definitely arrived at the conclusion like i can't believe i'm saying this but oh no the beach episode was actually the best episode of skate the infinity (laughs) (laughs) Like just you know, kids hanging out and having fun skating. and getting into antics and skating, like, like we didn't even get to the part where like the butler is revealed. I mean, we kind of saw this uh, coming. The butler is revealed to be the his, ultimate his, skater, his right. mentor from way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. See, and this whole like, uh, I'm gonna win the tournament to make you stop skating. It's not even that. But like the next level of that is because Adam is skating to find his Eve. <laughs> <laughs> 
who he can truly oh, love, right. and his butler Which is enters. A super his butler weird enters metaphor. as snake. <laughs> yes. The, that that was the weirdest fucking metaphor. Like I don't. I, anime's <laughs> continual obsession with throwing in biblical terms no, for no apparent I mean, reason. I kind of love it because if, if Western shit will just pull like samurai, soul or whatever, like yeah, dragging all your Christian allegory bullshit. Appropriate the hell out of that. <laughs> but it's not even like it's, it just doesn't. It just makes no like in um. context. It makes zero sense. I know. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. It just. But I'm it's all here. Completely for that out of nowhere. That, that it all sounds like a mess. It's, it's a it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It is a messy show. It's a, mess. it's a very well produced show. It's a very well produced mess. It's a very well made mess. Yeah. Like, yeah. It still looks oh, they, great. They, so they've kept up. They've kept up at least the the looks good. like yeah. technical. Quality, yeah, it looks right? good. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a great looking show. Like no complaints on the technical side of things. Like everything we're talking about, it's purely on the writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was the one thing that impressed me with it. So. At least they've got. Yeah, that it's still. it's consistent in that regard, at least. Like who who wrote yeah. wrote this? Uh, show, it's, um, it's it's the, it's... Uh, the guy who did Devil Cry the Princess Principal Koki S. Aren't like some of those good shows? Yes. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, and dude, then if you look at that dude's like filmography, he has a lot of hits and a lot of misses. So uh, one of those, okay. And then it's directed by um, the person who did Free. Oh, that's right. The swimming anime. Ah, sure, sure. So it like on paper, it's an interesting mix. Like I, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. And it's not, it's not all terrible. It's just that it's mostly terrible. He wrote planets. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's why he was brought in by Taniguchi to do Kokias. Also, what the fuck? Yeah. Fairness, Why is the show so Fairness bad? Planets some was a, was some highs and lows there. So. Yeah. Sure, maybe, maybe the wide. maybe the synergy just didn't work out on this one. You know. Right. I mean, yeah. again, like this dude, this writer uh, is we we've talked before about this, but he's got some. Get he's got paycheck. some really good shows and a lot of really a lot of big stinkers. So. <laughs> I don't know. Is, maybe 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 this show is getting super popular in Japan. I don't know. Who like, knows? I'm not there anymore. I have no idea, <laughs> but. Probably not as white hot as Freed got, right? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But I can actually imagine it having like a decent fan base among sure. junior high school students. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it has. Teens uh, yeah. skateboarding. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh, wrap things up with our wondering priority minute here. Yeah. <laughs> this show continues to try and tackle some heavy subjects. Uh-huh. Um, episode six, they we we kind of come back around to eyes the main. I I, I guess we call I the main. Girl, sure, right? yeah. I think that's uh, fair. I mean, we see that we see the most deal. of her life, like her background life. So. Yeah, her whole deal with the the creepy teacher guy, uh-huh. who. I don't know. I like. What are the odds that he's actually not creepy, and it's just her perception I of it? Still feel like it's too early to call. Whether I feel like with anime, particularly, sometimes it's a red herring, and sometimes they really were just that fucking blatant about something, right? Yeah. Is it is it gonna be is it gonna be a red herring, or is it gonna be 
the erased kind of thing where you're like right, oh, it must be a red herring because it's so obvious erased. yeah we were like this guy's yeah. so obviously the bad guy he couldn't it cannot possibly, possibly be. be the bad guy yeah oh no wait it was him yeah because because up to now he's been kind of painted as he's been painted as a very great. like sinister background figure yeah right and um but we've only kind of been seeing that through eyes perspective and then right. they kind of dropped the bomb in episode six where he hasn't necessarily been coming over every day to get her to go to school. He's been coming over because he's planning to date his, date her mom. Right. right. But it kind of um, also sounded like she was maybe the one who invited him also. Like, uh, like. Yeah. Uh, as, as opposed to yeah. him just kind of asserting himself. Well. I, I don't really know. Here's my, my interpretation of, I guess, what's happened so far is it appeared that to me that the the girl she's trying to save that killed herself was into the teacher right, right? that is what has been and presented as the the teacher for whatever reason seemed to pay some kind of attention to i and then maybe she feels like that was the reason why the girl ended up killing herself or something and i don't know how i i guess my my question is going to be how reliable of a narrator is i herself right? yeah cuz so so far but, i don't know if she has particularly been like just not not because she has any ulterior motives in painting someone as sinister when when they're not but just because of how young she is and because of like the trauma she's already faced at school like through her you know through her peers and the bullying and so forth right i i genuinely can't tell um yeah if if she can be counted on or not yeah right i mean even in this episode she's trying to work out because people start saying oh maybe you have a crush on the teacher and she's working all that stuff out and everything and weirdly enough this all ends with her running up to him and declaring i'm coming back to school like everything's fixed but um yeah i don't know it was it was a bit of a mess with all that but I, I i feel like i would be disappointed if he wasn't there wasn't something going on with him Maybe, but like, if it really was, because because on because we have on the, as sort of the flip side, um, the other girl Momo or right. whatever, he's her uncle that's, or whatever, that's his niece. And so she's like, he's right. obviously yeah. his niece, good, and yeah. she's like, I love this guy. He's great. You know, he would never do right. it. And there's been even some confrontation over right. that. Right, and I and get, like, I get her. I get that even you know if he is the sinister guy, I get why she would want to defend him because who would want to think? Right, you know, yeah. But it's almost like that could go either way, where she's either right or it doesn't really tell us much because either she's right or yeah. you know, she's just defending her uncle, or that's or you know she you know she may only see that one side of her uncle. Right? She's like, the only one we haven't seen any background on in terms of like her kind of day to day life, right at home kind of thing. Yeah, and it's really. been presented as yeah. she has kind of the most I mean, normal like home that's quite loving. They gave us and... the one. The only thing they gave us when they introduced her, they gave us the one flashback with the the girl that was coming right. on to her at the mm. we seem to be entering like the leg of the show that'll be like here's everybody's one-off focus so i think give it right but next time we talk about this she will have had her focus episode she might yeah either her or neighbor is going to get the next i'm episode, curious right? i'm curious to see that because like yeah be- because she's been presented as basically the not traumatized one right yeah in, t- in terms of her home <laughs> in terms of her home life yeah um i'm wondering if they're gonna 
some kind of aha, but from a bomb. Like, yeah, actually, this was going yeah. on the whole time, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you were, we were starting to allude to there. Episode seven, we start getting into you know one of the character focused episodes where we get Rika's yeah background mm-hmm. and why supposedly she's such a horrible person. Um, but yeah. <laughs> or at least at least that was our perception of her up to now and um yeah it th- th- this was uh mhm i'll say this i don't like i'm not educated enough on the whole self harm thing to really say whether or not this was handled with uh, care appropriately or not um i did kind of look around for some reactions from other people and it's been pretty much positive on everything i've seen other than um I think for some people it was it, w- it was difficult to see how I wouldn't say graphic, but they basically show her about to cut herself, cutting yeah, herself, yeah. or attempting to cut her, cut her, cutting herself. Yeah, they show her like so, about to do so. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I, I, yeah, I, I did, I didn't know how to feel on this one. A lot of the times, um, I still get the feeling I talked about last episode, where there's that lack of authenticity to it. Like, it feels like somebody... And, you know, I'm I'm all for people drawing attention to issues and things right. like that, whether they've experienced them or not. And it does feel like somebody researched this and tried to respect of, respectfully present it and incorporate it into the story, but it doesn't feel like, you know, first-hand experience, like I was saying last time. Yeah. And you can kind of tell. Like, it's very almost a very clinical way of handling it. Um, I, I will say I like the fact I like the fact that they didn't try to like imply that she was all fixed. Like now that she's had this confrontation and she's resolved like a couple of like of of the more pressing emotional issues going on with her, that she wasn't suddenly aha and now I won't do that anymore because I am no longer traumatized. You know, right. so that was definitely I mean, on a good the other thing. on the other hand, her like speech is like, haha. I, I'm still gonna do this. Like, yeah, I guess I guess I interpreted it as as a kind of acceptance of it. Like, yeah, a kind a kind of self acceptance. Not in that yeah. this is a good thing. She's not gonna give not, up. Not in that cutting is good, right. and I will right, keep doing it not, because yeah. I may as well, and 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 I always will. But like, um, yes, I am for now. But you won't like you can't shame me for who I am. Also, right, right. And I, and I I think particularly in the the fight which looked amazing uh-huh. by the way as, oh yeah starring your friend the and mine Joji Nakata as this creepy cult monster um <laughs> yeah it's I you know I, I think it was because you know we're reaching the point where it starts getting getting where you're starting to wonder you know is she going to commit suicide and join these other girls mm-hmm. right and it's like I think the the key is that you know even though she's not quote unquote fixed she at least at that time was not ready to give up right, right? she's yeah she she's for. she's keeping in the game and she's um yeah. yeah like not allowing someone to tell her you you may as well give up and i think i think it's good too that they show uh show her having a range of emotions and like like right. she's clearly been using her sort of like facade sense yeah. of humor and like false sense of bravado as like a cover-up but she's not always just like moping around and sad all the time. And it's like a, a range of, you know, 
emotions as she's working through her problems. So, like, I think I think overall it was it was a pretty pretty good um, way of handling her character and helping us kind of come more around on her. At least at least for me, I've had a lot of trouble accepting her as a character <laughs> as like a likable character with the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think her assertiveness makes a lot more sense in context now because we can see that she's like very used to fending for herself yeah. in terms of her day-to-day life. So it kind of right. makes more sense for me. Right. I, yeah. And like, I kept telling you, know, like I kept telling myself, you know, these are kids trying to deal with complex you know, issues, yeah. serious problems that they're not prepared to deal with. And you can kind of understand why they're heading in that direction. But yeah. yeah. Um I like I said, you know, I I think I still have some of the the same concerns I talked about last time with with the this just feeling like somebody else telling somebody else's story a bit uh-huh. and I don't I I feel like that's kind of holding it back for me in being like really um getting me emotionally invested into it. Yeah. Like like I feel like from a I guess from from a more like technical or I hate to say objective point of view, like I can see how well the show is made. It's very and, well like, made, doing a good job. Uh, yeah, but like I'm just like, I just don't. I'm just not like emotionally right. invested in it the way I. Feel what like I would I say is like be. I don't see the like arc of where this is meant to be going. I guess is that if that makes sense. Like I don't see like. Yeah, I don't see where where the show is supposed to be going, and so it's not that I'm not interested in the characters or anything. It's just that the way it's presented, I go like, all right, like they're facing these issues and overcoming them with this framework, but I don't see what like to what end. I guess. I mean, I guess you could argue that's that could be a good thing, and that I I don't I can't predict like it's not a predictable show, right? So I mean, I'm not I can't say aha, and in the end, like clearly, it will end this way, right. and it will be a big lesson about love and loyalty. Like we you know we just don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, is it just going to be a power of friendship thing? The the real wonder a priority was I the guess, friends we made like, along the way. I don't know. I don't know. I'm expecting. Because, I mean, that is that is a theme that they're going with because the girls, the four girls, have become friends and they're trying to emphasize that. A yeah, lot. but I'm expecting a bit more depth than just. And the listeners well, be right. good friends, like. That's the thing. Like I, I'm, I want more depth like that, but I don't feel like that's necessarily getting delivered, um, so far. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said kind of early on i felt like so far this has been just like an extremely well-made magical girl show yeah I just, and I, what i feel like i'm missing is a through line that, that goes through all the characters other than like other than quote-unquote big problems you know, if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i mean they have the whole egg system well, thing. I, yeah but that's just like that's just a, like them all together a artifice to allow magical girl fights kind of right. like and to bring up different uh topics and society yeah, issues and i just like right? the the <laughs> weirdest thing for me is that they're smart enough the girls are all smart enough to question what they're doing and whether they want to keep doing it right yeah 
but no right. one has seriously brought up the brought up the question of the two guys they're talking to. <laughs> like, like if everyone's like, yeah, like maybe you know we should have a discussion about like what we're trying to get out of this and whether we should put it literally our lives on the line. But no one has right. ever thought to say so. These guys. What's their deal? Yeah. Like. <laughs> right. Or should we? Because tr- I mean, they've been told that if they keep doing this, they're going to save the various people. Like the most save, untrustworthy right? figures in the whole show, but, and right. they're not even. They're just trusting, they never once bring up whether they're just trusting these creepy mannequins. Right. Guys whether anything they say them, can be can be accepted at face value. Yeah. These like. Yeah. Yeah, I suspect that that there's more than meets the eye in that regard for sure but who knows um at, at this point i just hope they do i just hope they go somewhere right with it, right like yeah if it really is just the power I would be of friendship if this really was just like a really nice magical girl show and it ends with the power of friendship right um whether they revive their friends or not which i suspect they won't but um yeah hard to say until we actually yep. reach the end yeah but i'm in i'm in definitely no danger of dropping it i'll say that it's right yeah, yeah. i'm still really yeah. enjoying like I, I agree that i'm also not emotion as emotion invested as i probably should be given what's happening but it is still a really good show that i am enjoying watching yeah. every week and right. yeah like extremely yeah, competent mean, like extremely technically competent in every way for sure right yeah, no, it's one of the best looking shows I've seen in like years at this point. And great sounding it's, and yeah, yeah just really so well put together. Well yeah. Like I, I appreciate that they are trying to cover these like pretty heavy topics yeah. here. And it's just like and but I think that's why I'm a little disappointed that I'm not, that I don't feel like they're they're drawing you in as much as they could be. Cuz like I I don't need a show to emotionally draw me in to enjoy it, but like I they are in that neighborhood right Mm -hmm. like that's what they're trying to do i feel like and i'm not there yet but um yeah we'll see we'll see how things go and you know like i said i just hope they go somewhere with it yeah all right all right well that is gonna do it for this episode um like i said we may be doing season preview next episode i'll check the calendar oh goody but uh oh boy for for now let's let's end on our housekeeping you can check us out uh at the gloriablog.com uh zig is continuing to write about wonder egg priority as far as i know uh so if you want the real in-depth deep dive into all the details of each episode please keep an eye out for that uh you follow us on twitter at the gloriablog you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, <laughs> Stitcher, and of course on YouTube. Uh, you can like, comment, subscribe. You know, leave a comment on YouTube or on the the post at thegloryblog.com. Do we have our Do we have our special URL yet? No. Oh. <laughs> um, the the I the more I dig into it, the more like I realize how stupid it is um, oh is this like is it like real ass work no we're waiting for the 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 we're waiting google for google to senpai to notice us and bless us jesus with their 
it i feel like it's almost like getting a blue check mark on twitter oh man <laughs> where you have to wait for somebody to get around to looking at your thing and giving it to you so i've heard some people get it within an hour and i've heard some people not get it in weeks great so who knows um so but yes thank you all for subscribing we'll keep uh we'll try to keep growing that regardless and uh you know ring the bell all that stuff i don't know <laughs> and that's gonna do it so uh we'll catch everybody next time